Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Up to 90, a podcast, anything and everything about 90s. This week, we discuss kicks. Hello, and welcome to Up to 90 podcast with me, Julie. And me, Emma. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. First so, episode. First episode, mm. we're hugely excited. We are. Um, I think Emma nearly smiled this morning, so it's quite <laughs> a day. She is ecstatic. Is that what happened to my face? Something. Well, there was definitely a lip curl. Yeah. It could have been a sneer. I don't know. It could have <laughs> been a sneer. Yeah, could have um, been. We're super excited. So this is our podcast where we're going to talk about everything. 90s. Yeah. Everything, everything 90s. and anything. Yeah. So we're going to everything from crimping to Louise Woodward to... You're really waiting for that Louise Woodward episode, I'm aren't you? I'm dying for the... I actually yeah. mentioned... How many times have I mentioned her this morning? Seven. Now, just to paint a picture for our listeners, uh, yes. Emma, actually, I met her this morning and she was wearing an Alice in Wonderland hairband, which I'm sorry was Louise Woodward's signature look. Was it? It it's was. It's just a giant elastic band over my forehead. Times are that tough. It's that so Emma tight. actually has to... I look like I've got some sort of problem with my forehead so I just want people to be distracted from the greasy hair. A lot hair. of this podcast is going to be talking about Emma's amazing face. <laughs> um, you've probably noticed a subterranean theme. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, you do have a great face. Now Thanks. your turn. Um, you see something about me. You have um, well you told me about your mascara issue but your eyes okay, look great. That was a, okay, that was a personal story. Um, if I tell you I you woke up with gunky eyes I do not want the world to know about it. Okay, there's a reason I said that before the red light went on. No, but the eyes look great. Because I get (sighs) styes a good bit because I'm quite lazy about taking off my makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a ginger thing? I think a lot of gingers get styes. Is it just... (laughs) (laughs) Is it? It's just one more reason to be a ginger. Something to do with the chromosomes or something. Because you know when you're backpacking and stuff back in the day, there's always one ginger with the fuzzy hair, the fuzzy ginger afro. Oh, they and the it. gunky eyes and the translucent skin. It's just like, oh my God. I know. Yeah, and they always have piles or something. So they're going I around always, with cushions to sit on the bus. You see, I always like, I always obviously feel sorry for my fellow ginger and, you know, connect. But at the same time, I do kind of retreat from them slightly as well. Yeah. For me, I never would have had children with a fellow ginger because mm. I don't know what would happen. Yeah. I think it's too intense. Yeah. yeah. I think they would have been deaf and blind. <coughs> no limbs. Okay, so listen, we better... I'm back to chirpy notes. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90, with Emma and Julie. 
this week this week we're going to talk about kicks yeah kicks it's all about the kicks yeah so I want to talk about Eric Cantona. Oh, go. Okay. Because I can't, I actually have a vague memory of something, but I actually can't. You'll have to remind me. So do you remember, can't remember. Eric Cantona? Yeah, of course. Oh, you did. were you a Manchester United fan? Um. Well, I mean, you know, I suppose they were kind of a big deal. You know, when you're at that age and you're getting the feelings and I yeah. was obsessed with Ryan Giggs. Absolutely oh, obsessed. That black curly yeah. hair. But you see, we didn't know it at the time. No, no. We, uh, I thought he had an image of being quite... Uh, Good boy. Yeah, that's what I thought. But was mad about him and um, did quite fancy as like no one as that well. That was my read of Ryan Giggs. Ryan's like, I think he's a good husband. Okay, yeah. He has his feelings, but he's a good husband. Um, <laughs> But I just remember Eric Cantona being just, qu- you know, he was like vilified by the English. But he kind of, you know, he was that quintessential French villain, wasn't he? But he was huge. He for was Ma- Man United. He was yeah. Man United, yeah. And he was huge for them. Like the fans... Like their nickname form was King Eric. Oh, okay. So his signature thing was like his collar up. Oh yeah, yeah. That was his look. That was his look. Yeah. And he was quite like a little. He was quite chunky, but he was like you know aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean a nice chunk, like broad shoulders. I he wasn't didn't a take long time to get into the fat shaming. No, uh, I was saying he wasn't a whippet. No, I he know what you mean. He wasn't yeah, like yeah, a Jack yeah. Russell kind of character. Yeah, he was yeah, more yeah. Uh, staffy. Staffy, exactly. Yeah, pure yeah. Staffy. So, um, yeah, they loved him. But he always had this thing of being quite... He always had disciplinary issues. That was kind of his thing. And that was the end of his career. So he played for, like, loads of French yes, clubs that yeah. I can't pronounce. He was in the winter Leeds. years. Yeah. Folks given absolutely zero at yeah. that point. So he was yeah. in his, like, well, late 20s or something. Yeah. And he's he was Man just, United. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, everyone loved him. And this was like the golden years for Man United mm-hmm. in the 90s. Because that was the time it for really me. Was. Loads of my friends started to support Man United. I think it was just like that time in my life. I just remember a lot of Man United posters, a lot of yeah. merchandise. A lot voting. of jerseys. Yeah, big time. A girls lot of and, red. A lot of girls and boys. And I Which did not compliment our ginger skin tone no. and we see, gunky I, green eyes. I didn't support Man United because my brother supported Liverpool. Okay. And they okay. were the, they were obviously big rivals, Manchester yeah, and, and Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for breaking that down. <laughs> They're not the same team. Well, I wasn't was sure it the fact because that my you eyes glazed over. No, well, it was before we started. You called it soccer. I was like, yeah, oh, but hello. I call soccer soccer and football football football's ga. And I th- I was saying to you, I think it goes back to the Gaelic thing that it's like you know soccer and pell. Like I'd always, or maybe it's the Kerry thing. I would always call soccer soccer and football. Is football. And if I soccer, soccer, and football. Anyway, so Eric. Yeah, so Eric, yeah, and he was like, he had this big thing like English Hall of Fame, Football Hall of Fame, 2002, like loved him, loved him, loved him. He was okay? a big deal, I get it, yeah. But he was a bit of a bad boy, or whatever, but people excused it. Okay, so okay. he wasn't. I thought he was vilified by the media. Was I totally wrong there? No, he was. But okay, I'm sorry. But yeah. the supporters. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah, he, but yeah. he got. He was a great. Like he was an amazing player. He was amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Like just what this what the fans said. If you talk, you're like about to piss yourself now. If you it's talk, just Emma the soccer pundit. I love it. <laughs> well, he was I an amazing was, player. I wasn't a, I wasn't really a football loved his fan, footwork. but I. 
had to watch a lot of football. Yeah. But, my, but it would be the one sport now that I would actually, I'd no interest really? in rugby. I've no See, interest I'm the opposite in now. It's probably the last. Well, not the last, but the I would ball, go rugby, the ball, football. Ball, no. I genuinely can't recall what this kick was about. Okay. So this is massive, right? So Yeah, no, I remember it being massive, but go. 1995. Okay. Okay. Bit of an incident. So he, they were playing against Crystal Palace. Okay. And he fouled a player. He actually kicked one of the players. Oh, was it a really high kick? No, no. This oh, was okay. two. Sorry. Was two, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm jumping kick. in. Okay, go. So his name, that player's name was Rich, Richard Shaw, right? So he kicks him. He fouls him or whatever, and he's getting sent off because he says your man was pulling at his uh, shirt or whatever, right? That's bit annoying, a, to be fair. Bit of a, you know, when you're on a night out and someone starts. Oh God, yeah. You know? Waiting in the green room and they're pulling you, at your shirt. You're like, guys, I'm trying to get in the zone. Yeah, I'm, yeah. no, I'm not, not that, not that zone. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not handing in my coat. I'm yeah. going to leave it on that couch yeah. and forget about it and ring them the next day and make a big thing about it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. very much. So when he's getting sent off anyway. Don't know, so there was shirt pulling. I don't know if there was a kick. There was probably a bit of a thing, right? So he's collar up, mm-hmm. number seven. Mm-hmm. Right? He's like, see you later. He's like, c'est la vie. Yeah, he's giving it all that, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's walking off. So this supporter fella, Matthew Simmons, is his name. That already he sounds malevolent. That like that name, yeah. Matthew Simmons. Like that is. Well, how do you feel about people using the? Well, he could have. Been that is like, pure. No. This is England name. But we don't know. He could. Isn't it though? <laughs> was he wearing docks and he was a skinhead? <laughs> I don't think he had much hair. Actually, as I remember from the picture. I knew it. I knew it. This supporter, okay, he runs down like uh, loads of rows. In the crowd, just like he's legging it down, and he starts shouting, "I can't!" And basically, he starts shouting at him. I think it's like "fuck off home." Oh God! Your okay, so we were trying to be a family-friendly podcast, but that's I know. Gone out I the window was, with episode you saw one. I struggled. You were like, "Will I say Don't it?" Make me say it. And I think he um he threw tea at him or something. He had like a cup or something. He's like, <gasps> like the supporter fellow was real oh, angry. Oh. Now I know what, yes, okay, so go. This is the, so, yes, now I remember. Now, you and me, we would have got a bit angry. Yeah, well, we're gingers. Yeah, we're what what just like, hey, what are you doing, boss? Eric Antona went full in kung fu. Yes, and that was the high kick. And that's what it was called. It did was he like make, the kung fu kick. It did was he like make big... contact with him? Oh, he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did he kick him? I think he kind of went. On his person. I think it kind of went like kind of neck. And was he all right? Matthew Simmons. Not that we care. No, I think he was all right, yeah. But it was a big, so that all proper kicked off then. There was loads of stories in the media, like people, obviously not fans, but they were like, deport him, don't let him ever (laughs) play football again, get rid of him. So much has changed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was, basically he was banned I think all in all he was banned for eight months and he was fined like one amount of money and then they kind of fined him another 10 grand on top of that or whatever. But actually initially they were going to send him to prison. That's what happened in court. They went to court and everything and it was two week prison sentence. He would have been the king of that prison. 
I couldn't believe that. But then um, appealed, so it was like two hundred. So was he met by playing with Man United? Did he ever play with them again? Yes, we did. So a lot of people thought that he wasn't going to go back or whatever. Or like that's the end of him. In what Man was United. the general opinion that he shouldn't have gone back? No, I think the general opinion was people people were kind of like outraged by it or whatever, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. they but they wanted him to go back. But he basically said in an interview later. Um, the gist of it was that he he was happy that he did it for the fans because the, the fans actually really enjoyed the whole thing but mm-hmm. that it was actually a mistake really? that he shouldn't have done it so he kind of was he like he shouldn't have gone back no he shouldn't have done the kick okay but yeah, when he yeah, went yeah. back then the thing was that <clears throat> he hadn't played for eight months he was rusty yeah so that's like rusty. me I probably haven't played soccer for about 34 years yeah, yeah. do you know so you would be rusty like the I last mean, time would have been in the womb when I was kicking my brother if we went out on the road now me and you mm-hmm. we had football I mean I'd probably it'd probably take me a good 10 minutes I could probably work up to 15 volleys but it would take me 10 minutes to get there do you know <sighs> what I mean so you can relate okay yeah yeah we can relate 100%. to what he was going through tip the can yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, curbs. Uh, there was no football and tip the can. Yeah. What was tip the can? <laughs> what? what wasn't? I don't even know. Are you joking? What then? was tip the can? Remind me. It was something involving a can, was it? Well, you didn't need a can. You just needed a pillar. And what was it? You just had to... It's basically hide and seek, but you had to touch the oh, can. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You played it, did you? Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> So I just want to say at a press conference about the whole thing, it's all kicking off media mm-hmm. frenzy. Mm-hmm. This is his quote. He's okay. asked for comments and we'll finish on this then. And he's an actor now and everything. He's been, he retired from football. Yeah. He's in Elizabeth Wasn't with he Kate in a, He was in, a, what is the name of your man who did Snatch that Guy Ritchie film, wasn't he? Yeah, so that's, he's like proper actor. Yeah. But this is his quote at the press conference. He goes, I'm not going to do the accent, okay? Mm-hmm. Will I try it? I'll try it. I'd love if you tried I'll it. I'll try it for yeah. the You're good at accents. I'm not. You, you keep are. saying this. You're, you have a great accent. You can turn your English accent all day. Um, That's just my multiple personality disorder. I don't oh, know if I'm doing oh. it. Yeah. Thank um, you. So he says, when the seagulls follow the troller, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you very much. I remember that. And Was he taking he the piss? I think so. Yeah. Good old Eric. And like, yeah. is he married with kids and all that? I actually don't know. He's French, so he's him, probably been married a few times. He's French, but I think most of his family were actually Spanish. With that comment, that's where France switches off on the podcast. Yeah. Me, he's, me uh, suggesting they're What age was he? He was born in 1996. So what age would that make him? 1986? No, 1966. Because like, he's 50-something, uh, isn't he? Yeah, I'd say he's still a fine-looking man say so yeah Yeah. Uh, okay so I want to talk about David Beckham's kick oh in the 1998 World Cup do you remember against Argentina and you know what I love about this kick is so many because so many of the male comics when they heard we were doing a 90s podcast I mean their immediate reaction is Spice Girls that every episode's going to be and he has no connection to the Spice Girls obviously absolutely zero so we are subverting expectations every single day I mean it's so hard for us not to talk about Victoria but um, I'm just like you know I want to like it's counterintuitive but I will say um, so this happened in 1998 but what I love is and he had the floppy hair 
hair. He had the floppy it, hair. He? he was he totally was starting different to put man. The in. He was starting to put the blonde in. He was starting in. to go, yeah, full tip. Um, But he, yeah, but it was. it's funny because so many of the male comics, when I said, oh, I, we're going to talk about soccer, blah, blah, blah. Um, obviously a life passion for myself and Emma mm. and so many of the comics every single one of them said to me oh well sorry to disappoint you girls but <laughs> <laughs> what do you girls talk about if I had a euro Emma I'd have for the amount of times I've heard that question from a male comic I'd probably have seven euro yeah but you'd have a, you'd have a um, point anyway. but every single one of them was like sorry to disappoint but that was not 90s and I'm like do a quick little google there love and, and nobody could believe it was 98 I mean it is scary isn't it because I it would is. have really thought 21st century but yeah no uh, so David Beckham 1998 World Cup it had been controversial with David up to that point anyway because and I actually remember this he had met Victoria yeah. um, the year before so he started Once. going out um, she was hanging out in a Manchester Manchester United lounge as you do hashtag casual yeah and uh, Eric would have been there as well Eric would have been there well she was actually she admits herself she was there in a bid to woo Ryan Giggs and David was the one who had the golden bobs, balls boom drop yeah. the mic uh, to ask her for her number and well, the rest is history but so I can remember you know we're talking that was the time where he was you know spotted wearing the sarong and all the rest and Glenn oh, Hoddle yes. do you remember Glenn Hoddle he was very open about this now I don't know these days would people be a bit more media savvy in terms of hiding your real feelings but he was not on board with the relationship whatsoever so much so that David Beckham so he'd actually obviously played in the qualifiers obviously yeah but uh, Glenn Hoddle was so annoyed at him and he was just convinced that David Beckham wasn't taking it seriously and that Victoria was distracting him and all the rest and blah, 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 that he didn't actually play in the first two games in the World Cup. He didn't, sorry, he did play, but he didn't start. Right. So the then in the second match, in the second match, Romania actually beat them. Okay, so Romania actually beat them. And he, which especially yeah. back then, they wouldn't have been a great team. I think they're better now. Romania, yeah, they're better now. Well, they'd probably be Ireland. Well, now, I mean, it was, a, but it was, a, it was a shocker. Much. So obviously, Hoddle's decision totally backfired, and it created uproar in the English press. So much so that David Beckham started then and scored a trademark free kick against Colombia in his next match. So he's kind of back. You know, he's back in the good books yeah. going into this game against Argentina. Argentina and England, as we all know have this insane rivalry. Um, do you remember in the mid-80s, was it 86 World Cup and they were defeated by 86. Argentina and it was like majorly, obviously like... Oh yeah, 86. They yes, were yeah. infuriated. Don't mention the Falklands. But anyway, so <laughs> yeah, they have obviously this intense rivalry. So going into the game, uh, anyway, so what had happened? Yeah, so they, uh, Argentina had actually equalised before the end of the first half. So it was right. two all... The start of the second half, anyway, Diego Simeone, Simeone Diego Simeone, yeah. I'm probably, I can imagine no, now the right lads at home absolutely cringing at my pronunciation. Uh, but I think it was, it, it was, it was Simeone, yes, yeah, so you know Simeone, yeah. and so he fouled David Beckham, David Beckham's, do you remember this, he was lying on oh, his tum-tum, well, it, yeah. it, was, it was tummy time, head down, tummy it? time, head down, yeah. 
And what he did was, and I mean, it was so tame when you look, because I obviously looked back at it for the podcast today, did major research. Uh, but uh, yeah, so looking back at it now, I mean, it was so tame. So as Diego Simeone, as Simeone is walking backwards, mm. uh, David Beckham's lying on the ground, having a bit of tummy time, puts up his leg. Yeah. And now he was stupid because it's directly in front of the referee, like it's literally so directly obvious. in front of the referee. It's such an obvious kick as well. Diego fell backwards and he was all theatric. So obviously he was really, crucified in the media because he you know majorly played it up but Mm. got the red and it just uh, like he yeah so the match itself was actually because I was looking back when I was I was looking at these little bits from YouTube and stuff Michael Owen scored the most amazing kick um he's in the match as well Michael Owen was a big fan of Michael Owen and then it went to penalties what did I say scored kick Sounds like oh, sorry. No, well, I've got gunky eyes. That's what I'm putting. You know, I can just about. Just, I can just about make you, you out. You are like, away from me. He scored an amazing Rupi, goal. Stop! He scored an amazing goal. Um, but he did, and I was a big I'm fan sorry, of Michael Owen as well. So it was oh, yeah, a re- I liked it was. And then in the final few minutes, so actually in the final few minutes, do you remember Sal Campbell? He scored this header goal, but hilariously, so he scored the goal. But as the English fans were losing their shit, so going mm. absolutely mental, like loving it the referee blew the whistle and was like no sorry Shearer do you remember Alan Shearer of course Alan Shearer had fouled he was like sorry no he'd actually fouled the Argentinian goalkeeper so he disallowed the goal and so England were like what the fuck they're still processing they're still processing what the hell has just happened they took the free kick way too quickly totally fucked it up and it went to penos Oh yeah, went oh, to penalties. Yes, so went to penalties, but this is the thing. So obviously now you know they're down. Oh, to, you know obviously yes. then, like you know it wasn't ideal that they were down one man going into the so essentially okay, at the start it? of the second half. Yeah, start <laughs> okay, of the second half. But no, this was the thing. The thing that really <laughs> I think you know sealed the deal for David Beckham, sealed his fate as like just the worst Briton ever in yes. the, in the eyes of English supporters. It went to penalties, and as we all know. David Beckham would have been expected to get this penalty, but because he wasn't allowed to take the penalty for obvious reasons, hello, he got yeah. his red card. He, uh, it, David Batty, who the hell was David Batty? I don't even oh, know. Dear. David Batty had to take the penalty and didn't get it. It was saved. Oh, I thought it was the Southgate thing, but that was later, was it? Oh, what was the Southgate thing? Oh, that was a big competition, Mr. Penno. Well, no, so they, they lost on Penno's, basically. Keep, they keep, yeah, David No, but hilariously, so, I mean, obviously, you know, David Beckham totally, like the media just, I mean, he was the most hated man in England in the immediate aftermath yeah. of the of the game. And he was actually named the 91st worst Briton on Channel 4. Um, ahead God. of Oliver Cromwell. Actually, just as a side note, it is interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, when you say Cromwell here, you immediately think, what an asshole. But in England, he's actually held up as quite a hero. It's so interesting. I mean, it's not interesting enough to actually talk about it on a podcast. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so David Beckham, yeah. in the eyes of Channel 4, uh, Channel 4 viewers, was a worse Briton then Oliver Cromwell and it was but it was really bad because do you remember the immediate aftermath the Daily Mirror actually had a great headline which was 10 heroic lions and one stupid boy and people were burning effigies of David Beckham outside London so pubs they, I mean he really had a terrible time so they basically thought that's look at him now wearing his feckin' sarong 
Well, you see, and she, yeah, the, but there was, there was, that himself. was, a, that was a big part of it, I think, you know, that like mm. he had been previously spotted going around in his sarong and then it's like, yeah, you came to do a job, mate, you know, this kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he did avenge himself in four years later, 2002, when they played against Argentina again and he uh, scored himself a penalty, but he has really been on the receiving end of some serious highs and lows, David Beckham. Now currently spends a lot of time wearing a tweet cap um, helping Harper with her Sylvanian families mm. oh my god every time I see those photos my ovaries just explode okay, what's the tennis player that's wearing tweed to, caps um... drinking pints <laughs> being ironic you know that kind of thing yeah so that's his current career yeah he's mega rich you know Poor the, old David the tennis player who's married to Enrique Iglesias oh Anna. yeah what's her name Anna, Anna Kornikova he's a bit of that isn't he I don't think he was a Magnificent football player, was he? Oh, I think he was fairly good now. Was he? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, yeah, that so was interesting. we'll leave it on that informed note. Wasn't it interesting? I enjoyed I it. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. To hell with the haters. I mean, look, <laughs> we probably, look, okay, just a bit of a disclaimer. We've probably gotten a million things wrong today. So if we have, yeah. feel free to tweet us, okay, yeah. and mansplain. Feel free to mansplain. And do. we do have a fantastic Twitter account. We do. Uh, I think we're currently at it? maybe 32 followers. Mm-hmm. At up to 90 podcast, if you want to tweet us and mansplain, we will. Yeah. We promise to retweet. We will because we actually do need it this time. And if anyone has any things that they'd like us to talk about. Yeah, another from the 90s. Cause any so little many nuggets people. that are hidden in their brain somewhere. Absolutely, because we want people to get involved, don't we, Emma? Not that obviously we don't remember personally because we were too young. Yeah, no, but we but have, we've been watching a lot of reading in the years. Um, yeah. I have a grand aunt actually who was around during the 90s. Brilliant. And she's been really helpful uh, looking up a few facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, she is she is in a home now, but um, she's reasonably together. The gunky you know, she's eyes not, got her in the yeah, end. Yeah, the gunky it. eyes started affecting her brain. Um, yeah. But she's been very helpful and, you know, reading in the years, archives, all that kind of thing. So, yeah. look, if you were around during the 90s and have any, any memories whatsoever um, <laughs> of anything, yeah. please do tweet us and get involved. Do. Okay, guys, listen, you've been beautiful. I've been Julie J. I've been Emma Doran. Talk to you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.